Hey, David. What's up? You ever have somebody message you on a Sunday, your your glorious day off? And be like, hey, man, please watch this before we record. Do you ever have one individual say that to you <laughs> ever? <laughs> no, no, never. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't watch things purposely. <laughs> so here, here, let me paint you guys a picture. It's Sunday morning. I'm preparing to go to the gym. And my friend David messages me on a gloomy day and he goes, hey, man, watch this movie before we record on on uh, during the week so we can talk about it. OK, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to have time. And then I was like, oh, you know what? My plans changed. It's gross outside. I'm just going to work out at home. I hit the exercise bike for the second part of my workout and I started playing this movie. It was like a special episode, not even really a movie. Yeah, yeah OK, but still. At the end of the day, and we're talking about the movie later. All I can tell you is I messaged David under the impression that he already watched it. Just <laughs> carving this movie. It's like, I haven't watched it. <laughs> and then I honestly thought he was going to just leave me high and dry and be like, no, nah, I'm not going to watch it. I thought about it. I thought about actually uh, finding some people on TikTok who cut the uh, entire episode into three minute chunks and just watch it that way. To, just to really feel what it's like to be Sean. <laughs> but uh yeah, that didn't happen. Yeah. You you know what is going to happen? <laughs> What's that? This episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, Here we are, one movie in three minute increments later. Now, I actually watched the whole thing. It's not I really will, a movie, though. I will tell you, if you guys need to know, maybe I'll make like a little TikTok series or something because I'm starting to, to figure out this whole TikTok thing. I should make uh, a series called What to Watch When You're Pooping. And it's just three minute increments, uh, increments of random shows. I watched Pooptertainment. Pooptertainment. <laughs> I uh, I watched a few clips from a show called Fresh Off the Boat, starring uh, Randall Park and Constance Wu, and um, it's pretty funny. I was trying to think of the other guy in it, but I can't. Who played Chang in Community? Why can't I think of his name? I don't know. I never watched Community. No, yeah, I, actually, I never. I never watched it. Wow. It'll come to me and like everybody's screaming into their headphones right now. Be like, what's wrong with you? How do you not know who this person is? And I just can't think of his name right now. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, you, oh, you know what you can think of, though? What? Are we doing this now? Do you want to do Power oh, yeah. Rangers right now? <laughs> let's, let's save it to after games just because there might be people who want to watch it. That might it's, it's we been might out for like it. a few months. It's been out for like a few weeks. <laughs> a few weeks. Whatever. I didn't even I didn't even know that it had come out until the only reason why this movie is ass, everyone. It is it's ass. not it's are we gonna talk about it now or you, what do you want to wait for? I don't I don't even know anymore. This show's already <laughs> so far off the rails and gone that it's just like, what do we do? I want to talk about games first. Actually, in our, our list of topics, we have Power Rangers first. Everyone, just so y'all know. Okay, fine. We're doing it. <laughs> no, no, we'll do okay. it later because that we can blare the the spoiler alert warning. <laughs> fine. So welcome everyone for that whirlwind and roller coaster. I know. So, it's very emotional. <laughs> aside from the Power Rangers, what did you watch or play this weekend? Uh, you know what we we finished watching uh, the Diplomat on uh, Netflix. Was it any good? You know what? For a very heavily political show, um, it was actually something that we were we were very much interested in. It's only eight episodes or something like that. Yeah, eight episodes. Um, and there, this is the problem with those eight episodes series, and we saw this with Mandalorian season three, where the story arc, if they get too much going on and then it's like oh this is 
episode six. We have two episodes to wrap this whole thing up. Um, they, they, the ending of this series was not good. Um, hold on. Do they get a season two? There better be. Anyway, so the problem is that it ends on like a huge cliffhanger. And we all know the history with Netflix, how they will cancel series after like the first season. Yeah, right? if, like, it if it doesn't, doesn't run well after like two weeks, they're like, yep, you're out. Yeah. So, you know, it was a, it was an interesting show. Uh, it kind of takes place in a fictional, like there was a fictional event that happened where a British uh, um, like military ship was attacked by some unknown country or whatever uh and then it turns out that it's like this like big i don't know it's very political you you wouldn't think that it sounds very interesting but it actually was pretty cool until the very last episode we're like okay this is episode eight they haven't really accomplished anything right like it's all kind of coming up to like the high point of the series and then it just ends and that's the end of the episode and the end of the season and I was just so, so annoyed because they just dropped the, the last, I want to say last 10 minutes of this, the last episode, they drop all these bombs on the, the viewer, right? Like all this stuff that you're just like, oh my God, like that's actually happening. And then the, the episode ends. Interesting. Okay. So I was this the diplomat. The diplomat. Yeah. Cool. I, I mean, like, check it out. I, I, you you'll you'll be disappointed with the end of it, but it was actually a pretty good movie. Way to sell it. <laughs> I know you will. Uh, you'll be disappointed with the end for sure. But everything leading up to that was actually pretty interesting. And I don't know. Did you ever watch? Like, do you watch like biopics? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Or, like those movies like based off true stories. Like yeah. Uh, did you watch Vice? No. Oh, it was a uh, no. Uh, what was it? It was um, Chris Christian Bale. Christian Bale as uh, Dick Cheney. Oh, that's what that was about. Yeah. Uh, so I watched that, and that was actually pretty good, right? And it's like you don't, you wouldn't think that it it would be, but like sometimes if they're done well, like political dramas can be actually pretty good. And the acting in this series in in um, the Diplomat is actually, I think, what makes it so enjoyable because the actors all around are just top notch. Yeah. Ask me who plays who in there. Who plays who in there? I have no clue who <laughs> who, who who the actors are. Uh, hold on, let me. Uh, there's the one guy, Rufus Sewell. Mm-hmm. You would recognize him. He was uh, one of the guys from uh, Kaleidoscope. He was like the rich guy. Oh, Carrie Russell's in it. Oh yeah, oh, he, he was, was he was he was the partner. Yeah, um, you know, the whole time you're thinking like this guy is on something, like he's he's being sneaky, right? So he's such a good like, kind of like a red herring. Is that the right the right term? He's like kind the of... bad guy hidden in it. Carrie yeah, Russell but... is the biggest actress in there, or actor really? or actress for that. Really, movie. I don't even know what she was in. What was she in? Like everything. Carrie Russell has been around for a long time. She was Felicity, Mission Impossible, uh, Planet of the Apes. I do believe she was also, yeah, she was in Rise of Skywalker. How do you not know that? Um, Yeah, she was Zori Bliss. I don't know who that was. I've seen Rise of Skywalker once because it was that bad. I thought it was your favorite movie. (laughs) Oh, she was in Cocaine Bear. Yeah, your other favorite movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. That's that's the, one of the movies on my list. Yeah, she was Felicity. Yeah, she's been around. She was in August Rush. Yep. I still don't recognize her, though. That's the thing is like. I don't. I don't know her from anything. We are making some quality podcasts. Moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to talk about Power Rangers. That's all I, that's all I care about. I'll tell you, like, aside from um, the Leaf game that happened on the weekend, like, I watched no content except for just the 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 sheer joy of fans. 
like getting through this. I know you don't understand what it's like to like like things that aren't Star Wars. <laughs> you could have just ended it there. You could have said, "I know you don't know what it's like to like things," and just left it there. <laughs> but like, imagine our feeling of elation where the team that we've followed and loved for so long finally won a playoff round. You know, their their like their drought for a playoff round was nineteen years. Really? 19? I was 16 years old. But like they made they've made it to the playoffs though, but they've always been eliminated, right? Like Yeah, but so yeah, 19 years. They haven't won a round since 2004. It's 2024 in set like 7 months. Wow. Yeah, it's okay, already like, May, guys. Uh, yeah. I know. It's almost Christmas time. We should... blink twice and it's Christmas. Holy shit. Um you know, like I, I, I get it. I understand that, you know, you are a diehard Toronto Maple Leafs fan. There's a ton of people there who are, you know, Toronto's massive. Toronto's the center of the universe, right? According to many people. Well, it's the center of the hockey universe. Um, so, yeah, I get it. It's a big deal. It's a uh, huge deal. And it's not that I it's not that I don't care and I will watch those games and i'll cheer them on and stuff like that but i'm also not there to to get together with friends to watch the games and to to share that excitement that's because you have to get your snow pants on and then your snowshoes i'll have you contact your sherpa (laughs) sherpa's got to get ready for the game (laughs) i'll have you know that the weather has been rather nice it's been super windy but i did get my griddle out and I made smash burgers and breakfast. I saw your breakfast. I was like, ah, I'm very happy for him. It's rained here for like a week. Yeah, we uh, it's it's been pretty nice and it's supposed to be continue to be nice for the next uh, week or so. Nice. Well, congratulations. It's just been gloomy and shit for the last few days here. But um, yeah, we we haven't watched anything this week like i when i tell you that like our excitement on sunday was watching a review video of the game i'm not kidding like we follow like a super fan that just like live and die by the blue right and Mm -hmm. that was like that this weekend was huge just for the feeling like i'm i'm not kidding you like it was it was a crazy feeling um and like I was living in Toronto when the Raptors won and I didn't like I felt amazing that that happened. But like I, I haven't felt this like sports make people feel romantic about a lot of things. And you romanticize what it's like to win and have your idols win and all this stuff. But it's just. This was different. And like I'm now excited for round two and hopefully they get through it. They can keep going. And if they lose, I'll be disappointed. still. don't get me wrong. But it's just, that's what we watched all weekend. Like, I played some video games, but I didn't really do much. I accidentally joined your party in Warzone for, like, 30 seconds because it kept it's, grabbing me. It's funny because I saw that. I was just playing uh, I was just playing some casual shipment, and uh, I saw that you joined my party. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then you texted me afterwards. Are you trying to join my party? <laughs> well, because when I logged into the game, I was, like, Max and I were trying to play. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was like, what the hell? Why is like, he's not even online. And then it was like, you were, but I couldn't hear you talking or anything. And if you join somebody else's lobby while they're playing, you can talk to them now, which is a really cool feature by oh, interesting. Activision, Microsoft, hopefully. But um, yeah, I, the only thing I really played this weekend was Sackboy Adventures. And, and how I do you feel about that? I actually find it it's a not overly complicated platformer with a lot of free range ability. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot to do in that game. Um it's it's actually a super accessible game for people who aren't very good at video games, but then also people who like to explore and find find secret hidden things. Um I started playing it a few weeks ago just casually um it's fun it's a fun little adventure game 
Yeah. The, um, the one thing I, I'm not wild about, and I understand it's a mechanic of the game, is the way they kind of handhold you with the orbs. Like, mm. Oh, you definitely missed one, but you don't want to go backwards because you can't and you have to restart the level anyways. But overall, it's it's a fun game. It's very pretty. It kind of gives me a cross between like Yoshi's Woolly World and Mario. But I think they're going straight to the source material of um, Super Mario to really make this platformer better than the ones they've made previously. It's no longer a 2D side scroller where you can just go up and down. There is different axes that you can kind of follow. Mm-hmm. It's very cartoony and cheeky and crafty. And one thing that I thought was really cool with the with the Sackboy games in general and especially this one is that Sony really uses it to like they really pull from their other franchises. And bring it into that universe, like well, with get, the costumes, right? Yeah, the costumes and stuff like that. And if you go into the uh, PlayStation Store, there's a ton of free costumes and stuff like that. So normally, when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to download all of them. And so I started like adding, like doing like one, two, three, four, and like after like after a while, I was like, how many are there? And there's like fifty or sixty. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to download all these. I'll download a few that I think are interesting that i might play as but i think right now my guy's like uh like a pizza or something like that i don't know <laughs> my guy's a punk rocker with a with a like a a viking beard but the one thing that i've i've kind of feel the game follows too is like um in what the hell why did my brain just stop not among us fall guys Fall guys, yeah. Every two seconds, you can change your costume. Mm-hmm. The, the The bad guys aren't difficult. The puzzles aren't overly challenging. I would say, um, it's a very simple, fun platformer. If you want to play a platformer, it's great. Like I know if I've got like twenty minutes to kill and I want to just like rip through a level of a platformer, it's that. It's mindless entertainment. It's not for thought. Mm-hmm. Like I've played Mario levels and Donkey Kong levels that are far harder. And I know I'm earlier in the game, but like, there's still not a ton. Like, I feel like the sky's the limit for the game in itself, you know? Yeah. And the thing is, is like the game was, was designed as, uh, well, it was a launch title for the PS five, but it also came out on the PS four, but it was designed as kind of like a gateway game into the PS five. Um, so kind of like um what was that demo that came with the PS5? Um Playroom? Uh well Astrobot or whatever it is. Yeah. But like the PlayStation 5 demo one, have you played that one? No, I actually I de- I deleted it to make room for um Lawnmowers simulator. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big, but it is a pretty cool demo in that it's it's really only designed to show off the different features of the PS5. Um, you can uh, easily get a platinum trophy on that one or something like that. But uh, I think Sackboy's Adventure was a, like I said, it was like an entry level or a gateway game to the PlayStation 5 um, for more it it was more accessible for everyone rather than so like when the ps5 came out there was call of duty cold war they had assassin's creed valhalla and a bunch of like a few other ones you're talking ps4 they had kill zone sorry ps5 uh, sorry ps5 oh um so we had cold war uh assassin's creed valhalla and then a few other random things and then sack boys big adventure yeah and like you had What's with the rebrand? Why not? Why not keep it as little big planet? Um, you know what? I think what they were doing though is like they, I think little big planet kind of died down a little bit. You know, the first two, well, when the first one came out, there was nothing like it. Right. Uh, second one came out and it did what a lot of sequels do. It improves upon what the first game did. 
Uh, and then the third one came out for PS3, and I didn't really hear too much about it. I think I got it for free through like PlayStation Plus or something like that, but I never really played it. And and after a while, the 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 gameplay just kind of repeats itself, right? It's the same thing over and over again, and and they can only do so much, right? So I think this is just the next step in the whole Sackboy, Little Big Planet kind of universe, right? Because um, if they do it this way, if they do like the the adventure kind of platformer style, they have a lot more options, right? Like they can yeah. change the stories and they can go to different worlds and stuff like that. Did you ever play? Uh, I you probably didn't. Uh, shit, what's the uh, Tearaway? No. So I just game- nodded, and then I assumed people could hear my nod. <laughs> uh, it was a game called Tearaway. It came out on the PlayStation Vita, I believe it was, and then they released it on PS4. But it was like a platformer, and it was everything was like made out of cardboard or, or like. Uh, uh, construction paper. Um, so I think that was like kind of the first little attempt into Sony making like a um, like a platformer, like a new platformer universe. But it did okay enough. Like it sold well enough that I think the PlayStation 4 version got like a greatest hits or something like that. Um, but I think Little Big Planet is a bigger name, right? Like more people know it. So if anything, people, the, the fans of the original game are going to were going to more likely purchase Sackboy's Big Adventure because they're like, oh, I know this, right? Without having to look too much into what the game is because it would be a new IP. Yeah, the um, uh, also confirmed another notable deviation from the past games in the series, revealing that a slight name change for the reboot, which will now be called uh, Twinsons Little Big Adventure. This is revealed uh, in a large part to avoid confusion with Sony's Little Big Planet. So, is it a different developer that made it? Oh, maybe. Um, Little Big Planet. I don't know. Um, Little Big Planet was a crazy fun game. I remember having that for PS3. I think I had it for PS2 too, didn't I? I think it only came out on PS3. PS3. So Little Big Planet came out, or it was done by Sony Interactive uh, and Media Molecule, Sumo Digital. And then Ultimate Sackboy was done by, there's or Ultimate Sackboy is a iOS type style game. It's like Subway Surfers. Hmm. So Sackboy was designed to be like its own brand. That's why it's like Mario and Crash. Sackboy is just a new character. So there you have it. And it was done by Sumo Digital and XDev. So developers changed not fully, but maybe just enough that it was enough. So there you go. Yeah, uh, so that's what Sean was playing. <laughs> yeah, you played it too. So, I mean, I did. It's, it's good. I'm uh, I'm excited to keep playing it. I, it's not as traditional as a super Mario and it's just very simple gameplay. It's like the puzzles are very simple to figure mm-hmm. out. It's something that you could curl up on the couch with your significant other and play through the levels without them screaming at you that they can't make a jump or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I asked if she wanted to play and she saw me missing a jump. She's like, I don't want to play that. I was like, fair, fair. Did you and yours ever play uh, it takes two? She asked to play that the other day, and it's not on PlayStation. So it's on Game Pass. No. Yeah, but my my Xbox is in the other room, <laughs> and it's too much to just unplug a few cables and move it to another TV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, what else do we got? Uh, speaking of Microsoft, yeah, the interesting news um, coming out of the the eu again so apparently if microsoft and activision cannot complete their deal they could be on the hook for a three billion dollar penalty billion not million billion Uh, so we were kind of talking about this before the show and and i'm going to uh reiterate what i said because why not 
I would be surprised and shocked if there was not some sort of clause in the purchase agreement or the agreement to the agreement for the purchase agreement that if the purchase were to be stopped due to uh, reasons outside of Microsoft's control, such as like legal, you know, in- interjections and stuff like that, that they would not be responsible for paying that that fee. Well, I'm pretty sure Microsoft is going to sue. So um, Bobby Kotick, Activision Blizzard's CEO, has confirmed reports that his company would receive a three million, uh, $3 billion breakup penalty from Microsoft if the deal falls through. The news of this fee comes after the UK regulators blocked the merger due to concerns over impact of cloud gaming. Oh, boy. So unless unless this kind of came out, came out as a, a way to entice or push the purchase to go through. Like I mean, kind of like a roundabout, a roundabout way, right? Like how much was, uh, how much was the purchase for us? Like $60 billion or something like that. Right. Yeah. It was for 70, 70 billion. So really, three billion dollars out of seventy billion is, is is pennies, especially to Microsoft. They could make that money in six months. But um, yeah, I I can honestly see like this isn't the end of it, right? Like just because the purchase is like tentatively blocked in uh, the European Union or in the UK um, due to whatever they they say about cloud gaming. Uh, guaranteed Microsoft is going to fight back, you know, uh, with the amount of money that they have on the table for this purchase for what they would get out of it. The amount of money that they would have to spend for like legal proceedings and stuff like that would be pocket change in comparison to how much money Microsoft is, is, uh, you know, potentially can make after the purchase. Right, like it, it, it just—it's just another, what is it, cog in the wheel of this whole, this whole saga. And it's funny because we've been talking about this for a few months now, right? Like, is it seems like every week or every two weeks, like something new comes out in the news, and right as we think, like, okay, like this is it, this is the final nail in the coffin for this whole purchase. It's going to go through. It's not going to go through. Something else happens. So you know, I. Wouldn't be surprised if in two weeks we hear like some <laughs> news about Sony suing or Microsoft suing someone or something like that for falsifying documents or whatever it may be, you know, who knows? I don't, I don't know if it's going to be falsifying documents. I think they are pissed though. I like there's, rightfully, there's, rightfully so. Yeah. Like I would be, uh, <laughs> It'd be funny if we found out that, like, say, someone on uh, the UK, like, trade commission or whatever it is, actually received, like, I don't know, someone leaked documents saying that they received, like, money from Sony to <laughs> to block this purchase on that. Can you imagine how much that would uh, turn support for Microsoft? Like, if something like that were to happen, like, do you think Sony, I don't know, do you think Sony would be... Sneaky enough to try something like that? Like Maybe. Sony drives? thinks they're going to somehow buy Activision, though, for less money. I mean, Just you know, sneak in. Their, their fanboys are some of like the worst. So they probably, you know, if they were to post put something out there, say, you know, they could add a, an extra just random charge on PlayStation Plus just to allow them to have enough money to buy Activision, I'm sure there'd be a, a bunch of people that would pay for it. I'd agree. Um, before we get into games of May and before we get into Power Rangers, how are you feeling about your decision not to purchase Jedi Survivor at launch? I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like I'm I'm Anakin Skywalker confused about what to do with you know everything do i kill the younglings 
or do I say that Palpatine's a Sith? Um, as much as like of what from what I've been seeing from the game, I I want to explore the story. The game looks great and all that stuff. Like, um, and and just after beating Jedi Fallen Order, like I'm. I want more Star Wars games. I want more Star Wars content, right? Like new, and new stuff, not stuff that I've played over and over and over again. I want something new. But seeing all of the problems that have arisen yeah, after the release of this, the game runs like shit on PC. Like, uh, what was it? I was watching a Digital Foundry video the other day. And funny thing is, they were not given any pre-release copies for reviews. That's interesting because I ING probably got a ton or IGN. IGN IGN gave it a nine. They didn't talk once about any of like the, the performance issues or anything like that. Yeah. So digital foundry did a video and on, they did one about the PlayStation and talked about like the, the uh, visual quality on that. Uh, and then also compared it to the PC. And right now it is so unoptimized that so Digital Foundry's test system that they're using was like a NVIDIA, like GeForce, like 4080 top of the line video card. And then an i9, like 32 core CPU and all this stuff. It was not hitting 60 frames per second. It was averaging like 45 frames a second. Yeah, and like it's crippling 4080s, right? Yeah, like it's so unoptimized. And so Sony or or was it uh, Respawn, I guess EA, whatever, they uh, released a uh, a statement saying that um, due to variations in people's like PC hardware is like so they might have a super powerful graphics card, but partnered with a lower powered CPU, CPU or like a super new CPU with a low powered graphics card. They can't optimize. It's like, that's bullshit. The, the same thing happened when Jedi fallen order came out. The PC port was plagued with bugs. Um, I haven't heard too much about the game on Xbox though. So I just Googled what consoles is Jedi survivor work best on. And in a, 100% paid advertisement Jedi uh, Survivor PS5 versus Xbox uh, Series versus PC comparison it claims the PS5 is best for it and it's not even that good on PS5 like uh, so the the visual settings like ray tracing is always enabled which I mean great for those options but at the same time uh it it doesn't hit a consistent 60 frames per second um in performance mode uh it half the time it doesn't even hit like 1440p um so it's usually like hd or sub sub 1440p um i don't know like would i be disappointed if i bought it full price um probably not right because a lot of these technical issues are on 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 pc and a lot of like the visual stuff that we see or the problems that you would see on consoles it's like unless you're really looking for it you're you're not going to notice right like digital foundry that company their whole premise is to analyze the technical capabilities of these games and these systems right so they're looking at pixel counts they're looking at like a frame by frame uh changes to visual quality they're looking at all of this stuff right but the average gamer right isn't going to notice that there's some like visual degradation uh when they are rotating their camera and attacking something at the same time right like they're just not going to see that but when it comes to like absolute like crashes and stuff like that uh that's plaguing some of these these systems and and whatnot you know that's where the the problem is but really when you think about it how many games have released in the last few years that have just been plagued with bugs at day one release all of them right um no worse than cyberpunk i'll tell you that no and and cyberpunk was actually probably one of the the biggest hyped games 
in recent memory that had such a failed launch. How we gave a copy away. Yeah, to some poor sucker. <laughs> yeah, and it was like the PS4 collector's version, too. Well, like yeah. not the whole collector's version, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so like now this is the consistent thing, like where people are like, oh, wait for the day one patch, wait for that. But like here's the thing. Jedi Survivor was delayed already. Right? Like it was delayed a month so that when it did release, that they could polish it off, right? So like that, that it was actually at a certain minimum quality. And that delay didn't even do anything. 100%. I get that for sure. All right. Games or Power Rangers? I mean... We can close out with Power Rangers, and that way you're good. I might ask you a trivia question or two at the very end. Because at the time of recording, um, we're not going to have a determined winner for trivia. And this release is on Friday, so trivia already have happened. That's true. Uh, yeah, whatever. We could do games. Did you see the Flash trailer as well? I I actually did. And the whole time that I was thinking, the whole time that I was watching, I was thinking like, I'm surprised that, or I'm not surprised that they um, are releasing this movie after everything that What's-His-Face has done. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really feel so much, like it feels more like a Batman movie with like the Flash in there. Yeah, and the fact that... He, um James Gunn said that Ezra Miller will probably stay as the Flash. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. It looked, weird. Like the movie looks good, but they've also cut cameos of like Grant Gustin and a few other people like publicly announced. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do. Yeah. But two uh, Batman. Yeah. And two of the best Batman, I think. Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. Yeah. I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman had such good potential, but I think it was plagued with this whole... The, the crap with uh, Superman. Yeah, Batfleck was a very good Batman, but now Robert Pattinson Batman also exists. Yeah. Sorry, the Batman, the vengeance. Yeah. So um, one of our favorite uh, Facebook reviewers posted the, uh, this was a, a, about a week ago or so when the, uh, the second official trailer came out. Um, their review of the trailers is, just <laughs> you're going to love this. This looks to not, Okay, sorry. This looks to be not only the greatest comic book movie made, but the greatest movie ever. I'm in awe. I'll be on the edge of my seat for sure. Every <laughs> I can't even make a fart sound. E in my every hand. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got Ooh, fart tomato. Uh, every single superhero movie that this guy says is like the greatest movie ever. Remember when uh, Wonder Woman 1984 came out? Yeah, and he said that was going to be the best movie ever. Yeah. I mean, granted, maybe it is, at the time of its release, the best movie ever made. Highly doubt it, because it's a DC movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's just... This is why sometimes you can't trust people's opinions if they are so obsessed with, it, with a specific genre or a specific franchise or something like that, because they can't look at things objectively. Like I like star Wars, but I can look at something and say, yeah, this wasn't good. Like we can no, talk about the Mandalorian and we can say like season three was eh, compared to season two. It's like an uh, eight out of 10. Yeah. But like in comparison, Fair. Um, you know, you could, uh, you could look at a Madden game and say, okay, <laughs> <laughs> they don't ever change. I don't know. I don't know where you're going, but yeah, right. But you still buy them every year, and you I still want game play. passing them. I know, but still, like before Game Pass, you were buying them every year. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Fair play. All right. I I, I think the movie will be fun. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go to the theater for it. No. Um, the next superhero movie I'm seeing is the finale of the Guardians trilogy. Which, if you guys do remember, Guardians of the Galaxy, when it first came out, nobody knew about them. There was like, what, four graphic novels? That was it? Yeah. It was, it was very... kind of weird. But and James like... Gunn has said a lot of crazy things in the last two weeks, too. He's been like, oh, yeah. Star-Lord would have never punched Thanos. These things wouldn't have happened. Thor would have never hung out with the Guardians. 
Okay. Why James Gunn? All oh, right, because he's in DC. Yeah, but he was the, the director, and he literally got fired and then rehired to finish the the movies. But okay, you ready to do this? Games in May. Yeah, what's coming out? I'm just, I'm just kidding. We gotta do this first. Picking up strangers. Now let me tell you about the dangers. If you don't like taking chances, then you better keep moving on, my friend. That's right, Sean's favorite song leading into new upcoming games. Picking up strangers. <laughs> What's coming out this month? The month of May. We're like kind of we're not into the summer uh blockbusters just yeah. yet right like we're we're still in like the springtime um so we have a few there's a few big big things coming out um as of release of this episode uh we will have had uh redfall coming out that's gonna be like the biggest one that's the new game from bethesda it's coming out on xbox series x and windows notice how it's not coming out on playstation 5 suckers that's good uh, people <laughs> <laughs> oh no red pissed them off again yeah, i know i get there i could hear them sharpening the pitchforks um redfall is an open world first person shooter that features both single player and cooperative multiplayer modes they are uh, what is it? It's four players that have special abilities that fight vampires. Um, this I game mean, looks good and it's multiplayer. I'm I'm down. Well, well, it's like Left for Dead or Dead for All or whatever that game was. Back for Blood. That's it. Uh, but with vampires, and your characters have some special abilities, right? So. Uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, maybe we'll uh, we'll get some we'll get two other people together and we can play some co-op. Yeah, it'll be fun. Let's see see what we can do for that one. But it does look good. Um, it it looks enjoyable, but the the longevity of it, I'm not too sure about it. Okay, well, I've downloaded it, so I'm going to try it. Great. Um, Hogwarts Legacy drops on PS4 and Xbox One. I mean, they're gonna. I don't. I don't know how these consoles are gonna handle that game. I mean, it's gonna be. They it, it's gonna have been dumbed down. Like they're gonna. There's gonna the be draw a draw distance of, will be so low. Yeah, or they they're gonna cap them at like nine nine sixty p or something like that. Sub ten eighty. Yeah. Um. F- uh, Fuga melodies of steel. Tactical role-playing video game developed by publisher CyberConnect 2 because CyberConnect 1 closed. Uh, <laughs> no, CyberConnect 2 is just the next evolution. Ah. Something like that. Uh, on the 12th, what's that? Next in two weeks or or next week next as week. our next episode. Uh, you know, people will be listening to our most recent episode while they're playing this little tiny game coming out of Nintendo, uh, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Sean, are you getting that? I'm probably going to wait. Yeah. This this give, this game screams gift to me. Yeah. Just eventually I'll get it. That's that'll fair. be fine. I don't really need it. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I've got a lot of games that I'm working on right now. And honestly... I have no interest in buying a game right now. I'm getting into the point where it's like summer. I'm going to play games when it's dark outside. And when I don't have plans, I've still got like eight games to go in my. Or what did I say? I beat eight games in in a year and I've already beat three. So like I've got some I've got some room, but like I got to find some shorter games and some time to beat them. Yeah. Um. What else we got on uh, the nineteenth? <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the same thing. This looks fun. Two uh, K Games is releasing Lego Two K Drive, so uh, it is a two K racing game, but everything's a Lego. It looks a lot of fun. 
if you were to take, it almost feels like if you were to take uh, Forza, Forza Horizon and put it into Lego. With some customization. And yeah. It could I be mean, a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, if it's if it goes on Game Pass, I'll probably pick it up uh, or like I'll try it. I might buy it, but I'll most likely get it when it's on sale because it seems sandboxy, but like I don't know how sandboxy. Yeah, but I'm definitely going to keep my eye out on that one. Looks very cool. I'm uh, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amnesia, the bunker, another puzzle game dropping um, Well, survival horror. Yeah. Did you ever play the Amnesia games? No, but I, I saw a little bit of the trailer. and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, they're scary. Um, I don't I won't play them on the topic of racing games. Did you try the the beta test for Disney Speedstorm that came out? Uh, I downloaded it, but I never actually played it. It needs work. It like the videos look great, but like the, the control scheme is a little bit. It leaves a little bit to be desired. The gas should definitely be X. I don't know why you're not thinking that way when you're making this game. You shouldn't have it as triggers and then not have drifting in the right spot. It just the controlling makes it the controller makes it very clunky and it doesn't feel natural to play. Mm. And the and the way the game progresses is kind of like Smash Brothers in a way, but also multiverses and Fortnite where you have to follow the like the line of progression. You can't just play to unlock stuff, so it's kind of annoying. Mm, but you get yeah. a two-hour trial in the beta, so have fun. Um, puzzle bobble everybody, uh, every bubble. This game has been around since 1994, and it is now on Nintendo Switch. I remember <laughs> uh, back back waiting for like my hockey game or something to happen, or like somebody else would be on the ice, and we would like be hanging up at the hanging out at uh, Griffin Sports Bar. I'd have my chalky milk. And like my 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 donut or something while the adults were talking, I'd be waiting for my ice time or whatever. And there was an arcade machine outside of that bar, and it was Super Bubble Pop or Puzzle Bubble Pop for a quarter. You got to play, and it was the best. Just not understanding how to make four bubbles go in <laughs> in a row to explode them because I'm eight and I'm just having fun with an arcade machine. Good yeah. times. Uh, on the 25th, we have uh, there's a few games, but two standing out. Uh, one is called Bat Boy, where you play as the uh, the fictional Bat Boy character from the Weekly World News tabloid magazine. Yes. Just, just kidding. You don't. It's <laughs> it's like a 2D action platformer where your character turns into a bat. But I feel like there should be a, some sort of Weekly World News video game. Uh, then we got Lord of the Rings Gollum coming out on the 25th. It's an action adventure video game. Uh, have you seen any of the the, the gameplay trailers no, or something like that? No, but somebody was telling me about it the other day, so I think it could be good. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just going to be a, a stealth game where you're Gollum kind of running around and hiding from things, just trying to get the ring. Interesting. I don't know. Like the, the trailer that came out... Uh, about nine months ago on the official PlayStation page. Like the game looks not good. Like visually, it looks like a early release PS4 game or a very late release PS3 game. It's offending your eyes while you're watching it. It is. It's, it's almost like I'm offended. I'm visually offended. You're (laughs) right. It does look bad. Oh my God. Yeah. It does not look like it should be a, uh, a, a, a current, modern day release character well, movement big yeah, thing yeah uh, i don't care it, how shiny the water looks on his skin yeah we've had shiny skin water looks for for years now yeah since ray tracing moved into all of our homes mm-hmm. uh and then on the 30th the the end of the month we have a company of heroes 3 which is a real-time strategy game um I don't think you've played either of the, the other two, have you? Um, that's it's a war game, right? It's I've like a yeah, it's like a World War Two, um, based for a uh, real time strategy game. 
I, I believe I've played it, but I don't recall. Okay. Yeah, so that one's coming out. And then uh, this other one, System Shock, is coming out. Um, this was a game. Um, it's it's a remake of a 1994 game. Um, it's uh, it's like a first-person, I don't know, sci-fi action video game or whatever. I don't know. It looks cool. I remember like a few years ago downloading a like uh, an early build like alpha demo for this game and it was super cool. So I'm pretty psyched that this game is finally coming out. But yeah, that's really about it. That's it for May. There's not a whole lot of games like coming out in May. Like I think it'll be a good month for um, for Nintendo. I think we could see uh, Legend of Zelda taking uh, taking topping the charts for sales in May. Um, I think and- Legend of Zelda is going to win the year in May. Yeah. What else is coming out that's going to have that big of a runway to make the most amount of money? You're yeah. talking about a console exclusive, so Sony better get upset and really just give it to Nintendo, saying you're hogging the Legend of Zelda. But um, <laughs> like. In June, Diablo is not going to pass it. Final Fantasy 16 isn't going to pass it. I mean, I mean it can like, do really well. June has June has a lot of, uh, I would say, has a few more larger games coming out, but nothing to the extent of what uh, what Tears of the Kingdom was going to going to be. July and, has like nothing coming out, so I can't wait to do that episode. <laughs> it's gonna be that's gonna be a three minute segment. No shit. And September, some stupid game called RoboCop or Rogue City is coming. Uh, I out. cannot wait. Oh, dude! I, day Day One Starfield. I'm buying Starfield. I'm not waiting. I'm not gonna Game Pass it. I'm buying Starfield. Okay, yeah, you guys heard it here first. Sean is uh, gonna buy Starfield. Yeah, I'll put it right beside my Fallout Four Collector's Edition. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Can we can we do it now? You mean this one? I I mean this one. David, I'm so confused. That's not the song I thought you were going to play. What did you think I was going to play? Oh, my God. No, stop it. (laughs) All right. Power Rangers. What is it? One one for all or all? Once and always. Once and always. Okay. So the funny thing is that I totally forgot that this had released. We had talked about this, uh, this upcoming thing. I don't know. It was a month ago. A few weeks ago. Yeah. Like a month ago or something like that. And, uh, I, I want to know, Sean, did you grow up watching Power Rangers, like the 1994 series? Like of the original? course I did. Do you know how many okay. times I got in trouble for sword fighting <laughs> and jumping off the couch being like, Hi-ya! yeah, and morphing into whatever I was morphing into at the time. So, OK, Sean did not like this. He <laughs> I'm going to read okay. you guys. I'm going to read you his messages to me. No, don't read the messages because I probably said something <laughs> half in- offensive in there. Like, no, let's no, be you smart. Didn't. No, you did. I, obviously, I'm going to be smart and not say all the bad things. But you, uh, uh, I did. I did say it was a fitting eulogy to Trini's character. Okay, you said so. I'm watching this movie while on the bike. It's awful. And then you said so terrible. That was a waste of 55 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know I what did, you mean I didn't by. Rip I on wish this they, as much as I thought I would have. No, you didn't. You said I wish they went back to people fighting in robot costumes. Like, what do you? What do you mean by that? Do you remember at the end of every episode how the Megazord would fight whatever, like Goldar or whatever, and it would just be two people in costumes beating up each other? Yeah, and like the that CG, just awful fighting, was so bad that like. 
If I didn't already invest 43 minutes, I should have just turned it off. It was unbearably bad. <laughs> I mean, like it was pretty no, no, no. bad. It was, it was brutal. Like <laughs> it was, TV gets better quality. It like, was pretty bad. But you also have to remember this was like a one off Netflix special, right? Like, so it's not going to have the uh, it, it's not going to have the the production quality that we would get from like huge major studios or an actual movie, right? Like this is bringing back like original cast members and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, as I, and I'm on this big, like I'm, I'm on a big, uh, power Rangers kick now. <laughs> the old episodes are so funny. It's so ridiculous. There's actually an episode on the toys that made us, uh, about Power Rangers and the Power Rangers toys and stuff like that, and how it pretty much was just created to sell toys in uh, North America. But you have to remember, if you were okay, so if go and watch an episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, but the thing is, is that the new episode is equally as bad. Like it is just as corny. So yeah. it, it fits perfectly well. Like I, which I don't necessarily understand why you're, you're ragging on it so much saying that it was so bad because it fits perfectly with the original power Rangers style. Now, like the dialogues and the delivery of it, everything just felt like people were just saying like, they just could memorize one line and they just said that line. And then they had to be like prompted for the next line almost. So some of the delivery was pretty bad. Man, uh, they were just like boxy actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Honestly, what I'm saying. I like, thought I wrote this to you and I'm glad I didn't. But like at the same time, it makes total sense. Do you know who's a like, like it, it just I can't believe that they would bring back two pivotal original Power Rangers. And all they're talking was like this. Look at each other. Stop. Retalk. You it mean was, Billy and Zach? Dude, it was awful. Oh, yeah, it was. And like, the thing is, is like David Yoss isn't a very good actor to begin with, right? Yeah. But, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the the worst actor by far in that entire thing was uh, the person who played the, the Trini's daughter or whatever. Actually, I thought she was the most promising actor out of the three. Really? Yeah. I mean. It just, I guess it was, she was just over, overly emotional. And I don't know. I really got like Sunday morning, like Disney channel vibes from, from her, but everyone else was just like, yeah, it was just bad acting by all, all means. But it was, I don't know. It was a cool little throwback to the original Power Rangers. Um, I thought it was like a cool connection. How, and and they actually do reference there was a bunch of references to the original series too like specific episodes and things that happened in specific episodes um i don't know it was i don't think it was as bad as you <laughs> make Look. it out to be maybe you just what? weren't in the right mindset maybe you're just like ah oh, i'm watching this movie and i'm not pooping at the same time no right? like so you can't it enjoy it <laughs> I liked the fact that at the beginning of the movie, they like they killed off Trini, right? Because the show never explained why she left. They just had this ability to enter, like change as many actors as they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Like even with um, like Cat, right? Like you remember when she replaced Kimberly mm-hmm. in the show? Like three or four years, we we're like, oh, Kimberly's no longer here. I guess I have to have a crush on a new. Blonde girl who's the pink ranger. Mm-hmm. So I thought they closed off that story. And then all of a sudden, Zach lived with Trini's daughter. And they just kept beating that story. And then at the very end, I thought it was very touching that they had the original cast of the Power Rangers, who none of them were there. Right. So Austin St. John wasn't in the movie because uh, I guess he has some legal issues that doesn't allow him to travel to film, but he can do conventions on circuits. Um. Amy Joe Johnson, I believe is her name, mm-hmm. declined to return. And Jason David Frank declined to return. And then he passed away recently. Yeah. 
And they played through the whole movie. Like they never said Kimberly's name once, but they said Jason's name and they said Tommy's name. Mm-hmm. Well, like a few because, times because they they were technically in the movies or in in the episode, but they were captured. Dude, this was a a, a Netflix movie. It was fifty five minutes. It wasn't yeah. an episode. It was a movie. It was a Netflix special. Yeah, yeah. Um. So the, those characters, like Tommy was technically in it, but he was captured, right? So like they referenced him as as there. But it's cool because like if you look at, um, they they reference all of the other Power Rangers series, and they reference that all these other people, like they're not just replacing. It's not like the same thing that, or the same story, the same characters, just like being rebooted consistently. It's the the like they. they Explain that there's multiple Power Rangers all around the world. Yeah. Right. There weren't just five teenagers with attitude. Yeah. (laughs) 500. (laughs) That's probably the greatest thing ever. Find me five teenagers with attitude. Um, I don't know. It was, I, as corny as it was, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was, right? Like it was not good by any means. Am I going to watch it again? Probably not. Um, you know what the most disappointing thing though in that entire in that entire episode? Yeah, what happened to Alpha six, seven, and eight? I forget. Or six and seven. We saw eight die. Why? It was always Alpha five. That was Alpha nine. Alpha eight died when Rita took over his body. Were really? you paying attention to the movie? <laughs> Not really. Oh, I guess Not only did he nine, make yeah. me watch it, I paid <laughs> That's attention. Funny. That's funny. Um, you know what, though? what The one thing that was always missing, or that was missing from it, is that every single fight that they have, especially at the like the end of every episode when they have like the Megazords come out and they're doing all that stuff, they always have the Power Rangers theme playing in the background. Yeah. Like with the sweet guitar riffs and all that stuff. And they didn't have any of that. It was uh, disappointing. Like, that's what was severely lacking from that entire thing. Not only that, I want to have the ability to morph and lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Because we all know those people weren't in the costumes. Well, yeah, but that's why they're morphing. They're, they're, they're morphing into Power Rangers. They're not even trying to hide their identities. His car could fly when you use the wipers. I know that thing was fucking that was dumb. That was probably one of the dumbest things in the entire series. But it was cool that they brought back some uh, classic monsters uh, like the big bot baddies, like the minotaur thing and this the slither, the snake guy, the slithery snake. But they couldn't bring back Goldar and his terrible puns. And also <laughs> Zach breakdance fighting. So do you think being a Power Ranger is just cool puns? <laughs> well, now I do. Now, did you notice that they uh, updated the the look of uh, their hidden base or whatever? It turned from like brown to uh, black. What like the like the building? It was Cranston Technologies now. Some of that, yeah. And a pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, flying Volkswagen. Yeah, I mean, like it's not a bad. Like it was fun, for what it was, right? Like the thing is, is that's what we watched growing up, and it felt like watching that again. Like if you could just watch it and not be like try and not be overly critical of it and just take it for what it is (laughs) i did it i did it i mean like i then watched like four episodes of the original series just to if you have to eye roll four times or more like (laughs) I, i was already lost on the movie the moment the car flew and then it was just the same shit over and over again. And you knew she was like, it's a one-time use invisibility cloak. We tricked these monsters to show up right underneath a magnet. Oldest trick in the book. Bugs Bunny taught them that. Yeah, but the monsters are just made out of putty and clay, right? So they're dumb. They were made of metal. I know they're robots, but 
And the Putty Patrol was just dumb. Well, they always Ugh. are. And I the, know. The Putty Patrol, though, the sounds. At least they got the sounds of the Putty Patrol correct. Guys, <laughs> I think it happened. I am too old to enjoy Power Rangers now. I think you're, yeah, maybe that's what it is. You're too old to enjoy the things that you enjoyed when you were younger. Not only that, I'm fairly certain that the girl who played Min mm-hmm. was the only person who could actually wear a Power Rangers costume because she was clearly trained in martial arts. You could see her like actually doing it in the movie. You know that like they're all like martial artists, like they all have training in that stuff. Yeah, Steve Cardenas used to have like a jujitsu studio. Yeah. Or still does, maybe. I don't remember. But they're they're all like able, capable of doing actual But you gotta remember the original Power Rangers that you're watching right now, all the American stuff where you got to see them in the school and all that stuff, that was all shot in Canada and the United States. Oh, I know. Every single Power Rangers thing was actually like it was being all acted out in Japan. Yeah, it was all from a Japanese show. Oh, I 100% know that. But the the American actors all were trained in martial arts, though. Like American and one Canadian actor. Who was the Canadian? I believe, unless I am wrong, and if I'm wrong, I am wrong. Damn, I am wrong. I thought Amy Jo Johnson was Canadian. She's been in too many Canadian TV shows. This is what's happened. That's a blunder on my my uh, myself. However, we want to know what you guys think. We want to know, did you like the movie? Did you hate the movie? Did you think it was a waste of time? Or did you not even turn it on like most people should have? <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about it, Sean. <laughs> Jeez. I rated it a one out of five. Maybe a two. I'd I'd put it at like a like a three out of six. Our scales out of five, so you're just adding numbers <laughs> to make it. Yeah. All right. Well, for myself, that Hansel's so hot right now. And David, hello there. We want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.